Welcome to the HR Tech 24-7 podcast, the home of HR and payroll technology news. Listen as we chat to industry leaders about the topics that are facing HR and payroll companies today and discover more about the world of HR technology. Hi, and welcome to another Coffee in 15 with myself, Bob Rehill, founder and chief innovator here at HR Tech 24-7. Looking forward to today's conversation, as I always do, especially today with Andy Bibby, the CEO of 87%, where we'll be talking about mental well-being and how employers are looking at that um, and the things they're getting right and the things they're getting wrong. Let's go and have a chat with Andy. Hi, Andy. Great to catch up with you again. How have you been keeping? Yeah, very well, Bob. Thanks very much for uh, talking to me. I, I love the happy feet, uh, penguins behind you. Uh, what a lovely wallpaper you've got. Um, are you into your penguins at the moment? or? Uh, yeah, penguins is a theme in uh, in my family. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, long story, which I won't go into now. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Andy, I'm really excited about talking today's conversation, which is all around employee sort of mental well-being. Um, I know you do a lot of work in that space, etc. But so for the benefit of those listening in, uh, either on the podcast or watching this as a as a webinar, do you want to give a quick intro to who you are, Andy? Yeah, perfect. I'm Andy Bibby. I'm the CEO of 87%. And we focus on measuring mental well-being. We started this journey in 2018, and we now work with all sorts of organisations, primarily in the UK, to do just that, to measure well-being. Fantastic. And and so it's a really hot topic at the moment, right, Andy? We know that the mental well-being has been high on the agenda at executive levels, right? It's not just yeah. sort of HR managers, but, you know, it's been a serious conversation, especially with the pandemic that we've all come through, um, but even more so, even now, right, we've got the cost of living crisis hitting. So it's a hot topic, right, both yeah. employee-wise, but actually even as individuals who aren't working for companies, it's it's out there all the time and we're all we're all getting affected by it. What are you seeing in the marketplace? And I know you've done a lot of research, you read a lot of papers, some great papers out yeah. there. What are you seeing, Andy, is, is, is out there in the market around this mm -hmm. whole well-being? Uh, I think actually today, the, Bob, there's a fundamental shift in the way in which organizations are thinking about well-being right i think at the start of the pandemic we saw a lot of organizations up their support quite rightly for for their employees it was a difficult time and uncertainty uh, it is affects mental well-being and so we saw a lot of investment into what i'd call more traditional well-being solutions here's mindfulness making sure you've yeah. got eap which is employee um assistance programs yeah. those kinds of things were there but actually we've seen that over the last probably 12 to 18 months those things haven't had as bigger impact right. on the well-being of, of the workforce as as they were probably hoping for and so organizations are spending a lot more money but not getting a lot of return mm -hmm. and so now that fundamental shift is okay well what should we be doing? Because employees are still demanding that they say, hey, you know, we want to be taken care of right up actually to the executive level. There was yeah. a survey that came out the Wall Street Journal that, that was saying 72% of executives are actually thinking about leaving their jobs 
to get into a position which is considers their well-being more. So we know it's right across the the employee spectrum. So and that's a really interesting stat, isn't it? Because mm. you you know we have to get the lead, the leaders have to make it happen in an organisation. That's right. And if our executives and leaders and board members are in a difficult place themselves and are not in the best uh, employee position or position themselves mentally, yeah. they're never going to get it right for their employees, right? Yeah, that's right. And so now they're thinking about, okay, well, what can we do differently yeah. um, to understand well-being? We're seeing sort of shift in where well-being is going. It's coming much more into the employee engagement, employee experience space. Yeah. Um, and so organizations are trying to gather more information, get more insight and and you know, obviously, from our point of view, that that's something that that we advocate. But we are seeing that, particularly around CFOs, and now saying, okay, well, what are the stats I should be looking at? How can I show this um, that that the investments we're making is is working? It's sort of those kinds of things that. that and what seeing. sort of stats then are those that are now forward thinking in this space really looking at? What sort of areas? Would a C CFO or a CEO or a HRD or something like that? What what stats are they looking at? And do you have some numbers that about what's what's happening today as well? You know what? Well, so you're going to tie them in first of all to your core HR yeah. analytics. You're going to go into your turnover, your absence. If you've got some sort of presenteeism, it's a lot more difficult, particularly now uh, with with hybrid working, but also how you measure productivity. And we see those organizations, for example, who are doing the four-day work week. There's a lot of trials going on around four-day work week. They're tying that into some of their core um, KPIs, yeah. HR analytics. But they're, they're really looking at the correlation. And we've done a lot of research, and there is a lot of research out there around the correlation of improvements in well-being and how they improve uh, absenteeism and also turnover yeah and you can you can certainly get turnover dropping by 10 15 20 percent if you focus on well-being um, but every company is different because actually well-being is a lot a, a lot about culture the yeah. culture is going to affect the well-being so organizations are thinking a lot more about that they're putting in more questions in their employee engagement surveys to try and get a little bit more data around that but what what we're seeing the forward organizations doing is separating out the well-being from their engagement which is right. sort of aiming at a slightly different piece you know do you like the mission of the company and are you communicating well and they're saying well-being is so important to us that we want to treat this differently and therefore we are going to in a safe way measure the well-being of the individuals and then look at how that translates perhaps to our diversity equity and inclusion is that making yeah. a difference so that sort of uh, we're, we're certainly seeing the the trends in the in the market and 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 you talk about measures. So so those listening in here that might be thinking how we're going to approach our mm -hmm. measures of well-being in our organisations. What are those top two or three or four things that you you would say to people you have to measure? I mean, we talked about absenteeism and things like that. But from a 
personal perspective, what measures we should employees employers get from their employees? There are some simple yep. measure well being, and do it uh, do it with with a sort of with some scientific basis so that you can understand how how stressed is my workforce. Yeah. Um, what's their work-life balance like? What are the relationships like within the organization? Yeah. You also want to make sure that you're understanding perhaps some of the stresses that they may be having coming out from home. Yeah. In this environment, you're looking at financial security. It's a huge issue right now for a lot of organizations. So if you can get a really comprehensive view of the well-being, that gives you everything you need to know to then correlate in to your your core HR analytics yeah. and to build business cases that say, well, actually, if we invest this in well-being and it rises by, say, 2%, then we will see a decrease in turnover. That's worth this to yeah. us. We will see a decrease in absenteeism. That's worth that to us. And then you actually are looking also at longer term costs, maybe your insurance premiums. I was talking to the leader of a uh, of one of the insurance organizations and they're seeing a spike in staff going off long-term with mental health issues. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to affect premiums. So yeah. there's no, so just that basic piece and it's not difficult. And our experience is most employees are happy to help their organization work out how to support their well-being as long as it's, we use aggregated data. You, you want to make sure that the individual is not exposed. Yeah, yeah. But but it's not as difficult as you think, actually. And 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 so out there today, I mean, and and you referred to a couple of papers in the Wall Street Journal from I think from Deloitte, wasn't it? And there was a McKinsey survey which is mm -hmm. readily available. And actually, for those listening in, I think we're going to try and have some links to those from your stand. So you know, definitely worth mm -hmm. reading. I would say. What's the current status? I mean, what are the big numbers or what are some of the stats that we're hearing that really make us worried about this and saying that actually we've got to do something about this as well? Well, um, Wall Street Journal, 62% of organisations do not know the impact of their well-being initiatives. That's frightening, isn't it? Come on. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge number. If you don't it's know the impact number. of well-being, how can you say that you're looking after your people, right? Well, you're... Uh, you start to get into kind of what they call well washing, right? So you're most most companies have the right intentions. They just don't quite know how to go about it yet. Yeah. So that number that basically says, listen, a lot of them are sort of saying, well, here's a mindfulness app. Here's some EAP. Here's some yoga on a Friday afternoon here. Yeah. Those benefits are important. Um, but you need to understand the impact. I think uh, understanding, do I have a problem and what is the scale of that problem? Uh, that's one of the things that, that uh, you want to understand. There is a lot of stigma still in the marketplace. Uh, there was actually some stats that were put out by The Guardian uh, a, a few years ago now, but said that was a 42% pay differential between people who disclosed a mental health issue and people who did wow. not. That's a massive financial disincentive to declare to your organization that you're actually feeling a little stressed. Yeah. Um, and so you, you want to basically understand what is 
is this an issue for me? What is the scale of the issue? And then specifically, where is that issue? Because we know older generation males actually don't, or they're less likely to engage in in any kind of therapy. Yeah. Um, but organizations are not thinking about, okay, well, it's we need to look after the the smaller percentage of people who actually have fallen over. But what we want to do is to maintain a healthier workforce so that we, we don't have those issues in the first place. We address any cultural issues. We make sure yeah. that we, everyone feels uh, that their voice is heard, that they're part of that organization and that they can speak freely about some of the issues. So, um, yeah, that that sort of measurement piece, but but recognize that there's a disincentive right now for, for people to talk about mental health and 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 people kind of have to uh have to address that so so we know it's an issue i mean this issue probably exists across every organization right it's not there is no organization immune to not having some level of mental well-being not being in the right place right there's always going to be something in every organization some are doing it well, some are not doing it so well, but there's, mm. there's always this challenge. So, you know, I'm conscious of timing and, and, and mm. you know, we try and keep this short. But if to do those listening in here, Andy, who are thinking we're not really doing very well on our mental well-being, or actually I don't think we are. If you were to give one or two pointers of the things that they need to go away from here now and do and think about, um, what would you say those top two or three things would be to, to go out into your organisation and start to how measure or whatever it might be what what would you recommend to the the listeners well i think so most organizations will have some sort of well-being initiative yeah. and that is good and i think you need that in place but then you need to find some mechanism for understanding the underlying well-being of of your organization and being able to look at that in a more granular fashion because what we do know is that it's not a one size fits all. What yeah. is good for your well-being and what is good for my well-being will likely be different. So understand and get a lot more granular around who needs what kind of support. Those people who are working from home or in a hybrid of mode versus people who are in the office. Um, and then go out and specifically look at the initiatives that are going to address those issues and they and don't think about it as an intervention think about it much wider than an intervention in terms of how might we do things differently as an organization that takes into account the the health of the individual who is who is doing that yeah. so it's sort of i guess get granular and then think about well-being in a much wider perspective yeah. not just Here's uh, what benefits should I put in place, but actually, how does your culture operate and how does your organization operate? Now, very good insight there, Andy. And I think you're right, because all too often, even when we're out supporting organizations um, and helping them think about what they might need to do, we know that the, you know, putting a yoga, you know, a yoga session in or giving them a mental health app to use or something like that is the answer to the, the root cause but actually a lot of people don't understand the root cause right so i think mm. what you're saying and i think we would recommend as well is get some real data understand your people understand not just how i'm feeling but actually what are the causes of what i'm feeling right is it 
home life? Is it I, money, financial stress? Is it, you know, physical, the way I feel or, or, mm. or revenue or earnings, etc. So absolutely, you know, align to that. Let's get some more data. So, so those listening in, go and get data and then make decisions about what do you put in place. Andy, we could talk about this subject for ages. I try and keep this conversation <laughs> to, to 15 minutes and, and we're coming up to that. I would suggest to anyone that's listening into this podcast, this um, this webinar, go to the 87% uh, stand on our site. I think you can put a couple of links to some studies there. There's some great work that you guys do. And I'm sure, Andy, you're open to people just contacting you and having a chat and, and seeking advice if they want to, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Contact me on LinkedIn and send me a message and I'll be more than happy to answer any questions or give you um any wisdom that that we're finding from other organizations that may be struggling with the same issues no thank you very much. and and also a big thank you from myself uh, and the team at hr tech 24 7 we love that you support us in what we're trying to do which is to get get out there share your story talk about what's out there in the in the in the world of hr software and, and payroll software so thank you again for your support no, that note, Andy, we love being part of the platform that's lovely andy thanks again for your time Enjoy your day. Say bye to the penguins and uh, I will see you again soon. Take Take care. care. Bye now. Bye-bye. This podcast was brought to you by HR Tech 24-7. For more information, please visit hrtech247.com. Want to feature in a future episode of the HR Tech 24-7 podcast? Click on the link in the bio to find out how you can get involved.